This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. It's zone time, so welcome to the first hour of the show. So wherever you are, you're welcome to engage with us as we start the week together right here on the Power Zone. We're looking forward, of course, to bringing you the best in radio as we look at some of the stories that made attention and grabbed those global news headlines, including that particular case, right, at the International Court of Justice. And I see uh, this is exactly what uh, Bushielo wants to speak about on the open line uh, this morning. But like Bushielo, you're welcome to start the day with us uh, here on 0861-987-000 as we go into uh, the first or the Monday installment of uh, the Power Zone. Bushielo, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, Bushielo. How are you doing? Thank you so much for taking my call and then on the little mega more. Yeah, no, you're uh, most welcome. Yeah, I was I grew up in the ANC mm. and then my grandfather was a dying heart member of ANC. Mm. And then I've got another ancestors who perished somewhere, somewhere in the country during the struggle. But mm. I'm not Fenna and I'm not a NCNC. But for now, uh, I'll just congratulate South African government mm. led by the ANC and all the parties that are involved for taking this matter to the ICJ because mm. what is really happening there is genocide because I, I listened to both arguments by South Africa and uh, 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 Israel. Mm. There in Israel, it's very rare when you hear them talking about Palestinians. Yeah. They just talk about the Hamas, the Hamas, mm. the Hamas. Hamas, Hamas, Hamas. And then when you check on that state, when they say 23,000 people die, 70% of those people who died there are women and children. Yeah. So I also, I also got a sense, Mona Bishielo, that uh, when you look at it, uh, the arguments on its own, and one, one said it as well, uh, that uh, it, it seemed as if they were more or less playing uh, the man and not uh, the ball. Uh, so at the same time, we would see them talking about the relationship that Hamas would have uh, with South Africa, and they're talking about how then, uh, when you look at it, there was no genocidal intent because uh, more or less warning signs were there. They, and the saying as well uh, that even when you look at it, uh, they cannot in any way uh, be more or less subjecting themselves to a Hamas, a tourist group that they say enjoys favor from South Africa. So it doesn't give you a sense that they, they took into consideration the deaths and the magnitude of the more or less attacks that have happened since October last year uh, to where we are right now. Uh, those ones, they are just lying under Hamas, Hamas, because they see or South Africa presented a very, 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 very strong case. Mm. Especially, like, uh, there's something that touched me. Mm. I nearly switched uh, uh, off my phone that time because I saw it on, 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 on the news. It was like uh, someone from Gaza, the father from Gaza. Mm. He said that when I left hospital, uh, my, 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 I left the doctor with my son, and the doctor told me that there is a small hope in my son of getting mm. better. I left the hospital, and then when I came back, mm. I didn't find the hospital, I didn't find the doctor, and I didn't find my son. That is that time when they did yeah. they deal with the hospital that yeah, time. Ah, those one day. And then, yeah. you know, what, what scares me is this thing. Eh? 
Israel is supported by the West. Mm. And then in those ICJ, there is a, what is that? A USA, Britain, and France, which are in support of Israel. Although they may not say anything, but USA is supporting Israel directly. But mm. no matter what is the outcome of the, 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 the ICJ, but at least they, we try to show the world that in solidarity, with Palestinian, and then we didn't portray uh, with Daniel Mandela, as he said in the, 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 the in, in, in 1990, I think it was in City College in New York, said that the Palestinians are fighting for 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 self determination. And then another thing, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, I think he was a president that time in '97 when I was still in Standard Five. Although he come back and and back out in and out, but he, there was other statement that he said that the Amalekites, like we refer to those people as the Amalekites, that will wipe them out, will mm-hmm. kill their animals. Mm-hmm. And then he's confusing that uh, there is a biblical Israel which existed in those years. And this one uh, come now in, I think it was maybe, if I'm not mistaken, 14 May 1948. Mm-hmm. But what they do, they did the apartheid. They did lend this possession of the Palestinians. Mm-hmm. That's why they are pushing the ideology of Zionism because they want to live alone. They don't want to 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 live with the Palestinians that side. I don't know why they hate them so much. Yeah, that's why but, a lot of people were even pushing for a two-stage solution uh, to say what you did looks like it's an invasion, right? Uh, but you still uh, doesn't. You, you don't want to push for coexistence where uh, what is happening there is concerned. It's not just at, at Gaza uh, where we see these attacks. Uh, the West Bank as well has seen a lot of these particular attacks and it seems as if they've been systemic. And that's what South Africa was trying to prove as well here with Shielo to say even in the rhetorics, in the tone, in what you are saying as well as the leaders of that particular nation, Israel, it, it seemed as if you were pushing for genocide. There was intent here. When you hear things like wiping out, when you hear you know a statement like that, it, it, statements like that, it, it kind of gives you a sense that we are not pushing for coexistence here, but we want to eliminate whatever is in our way, and and, and it, it doesn't matter if maybe probably we hear that. Hamas is in the middle of civilians and there are people there on the ground and we want to launch an attack and then we go for an attack. The casualties will be casualties, but then we come back to say we were just attacking Hamas. Whoever caught the fire during our attack, ours was to attack Hamas. And that's what South Africa is saying to say, but you, you couldn't distinguish between who is Hamas and who is a civilian in a way that we're seeing children and women dying here. Uh, so, uh, uh, what what do you think uh, you know w- would come out of those the panel uh, of of the uh, those justices that are there uh, judging this case? I expect for them to rule um, in favor of South Africa. And and what do you make then, Bushiel, of those people that are saying that we've really positioned ourselves as a nation here as a target of the U.S., the West, and those that are you know friends of Israel in terms of how then we become vulnerable as South Africa right now. Uh, did, did you did this really maybe cross your mind, or you thinking it's just uh, you know scare tactics that are playing out, especially from the U.S. Something that I want to hold here because ours was really a genuine case that was taken to the ICJ. 
Uh, I'm, I'm taking that one. Uh, what I can tell you about, let me talk about the U.S. Mm. Uh, uh, the U.S., they are bullies. And then according to my view, uh, sorry about that. When we talk about the real terrorists in this, in this, in this planet, yes, we talk about the United States. Because they will threaten us as Africans. Every coup, most of the coups in Africa, United States may be involved in terms of guns. And then they, 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 they are like they surviving the, 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 the coups of the other countries. That's why there's no peace in other world. If I can, let's give you an example for, for U.S. I'm sorry if I'm going out of the beat. Many countries, including Libya, Iraq, Afghanistan, were destroyed by the U.S. Even now, are still reeling because the U.S. is the only country that wants to have guns. They want to have guns alone. They don't want, like, strong weapons alone. They don't want any other country to. to. That one is just a threat because they are benefiting from us than us benefiting from them because our, yeah. they take our gold here with that small thing. Maybe they take one ounce of gold with that. When they come back, sell us jewelries, they make a lot of profit from us. And then we don't benefit. We benefit, but not such much. But they need us more than we need them. Ah, that one. And then the judgment, yeah. I doubt. But what will, will make me happy? Yeah. Is that as long as we can see cease fire? Mm. If we can, we can, we can just silence those guns there at least. Mm. But I think maybe the judges can, as I told you about the US, France, yeah. and Britain, uh, they can come with, up with the judgment that both parties will not be satisfied with. But mm. I will be happy if we silence those killing, those genociding in yeah. Gaza. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, man. And we've made our mark, right? Uh, we are really on each and every international, whatever, media house dips right now as South Africa. Uh, so we've really, really made our mark. But thanks, man, Bushelo, for the call. Sure, Bushelo uh, calling us there uh, from uh, Mami Lodi. Yeah, there's a lot uh, happening uh, where this particular case is concerned. And I'm suspecting that it's going to uh, be one of uh, those big talkers as well as we go into the week. here. He'll join us uh, really in a moment to talk about uh, this uh, as we go into uh, the week. And we know very well that uh, there are a lot uh, to be spoken about uh, where this ICJ case is concerned. Uh, but I see Manja here uh, calling us from Sochanguve. He wants to talk about uh, the ANC, it was a big one. Uh, one one two. Uh, that is no child's play, Mona Mandla. Uh, this is a gigantic uh, movement. Uh, when you look at uh, the years uh, that was, they were marking 112th uh, of the existence here, and we saw them uh, also in the lead up, uh, then giving us the January 8th statement, uh, talking about how then they're going to really come out victorious uh, where uh, this particular elections is concerned. And uh, one can say that what we saw happen there in the Bombella uh, tends to give us a sense uh, that uh, the party still enjoys a lot of support uh, from those uh, that are really electorates that would head to the polls uh, this year uh, to go vote for Congolese. Welcome to the uh, show, Mandla. Compliment to the new season. Eh? Yeah, no compliments to you as well. I haven't spoken to you this 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 year. Mm. I hope this year it will be a good year for you and your family. Be in good health and then, you know, 
just everything may everything just be okay along with the, your co-workers uh, there no? yeah we receive we receive and men and we wish you uh, everything of the best uh, we're hoping that this year uh, is a lovely year Mona. it's, it's tr- proving to be a tricky year already things have started moving politiki and the likes uh, but we're hoping that it's going to be a beautiful year uh, for south africa uh, yeah what's on your mind man yeah, you know, I've got a number of issues, Mr. Dalholi, yeah. you know? Yes, sir. The, 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 uh, I saw, you know, ANC still has too much support, mm. you know? Mm. It surprises me, you know, sometimes, but, you know, people have got their own choices, mm. you know? Yeah. Uh, South Africans are struggling, and they're still going to struggle. You will never, never be able to take care of your household with these 350s. No? Mm, mm. I am pain. Where I am, I'm very pain, Mr. Lord. Yeah. Seriously pain, you know? Mm. To a point whereby sometimes you just feel that you'll go into depression just thinking about the things which are happening in this country. Mm, mm. You know, this government is not the government of all South Africans. It's a government of few people who are politically connected. If you are politically connected, then I kudos. This mm. one is your government but not for the struggling people of South Africa. It's not for the mass. It's not for me and you. No, it's not It's not for for me and you, Mr. Uh, Lord. You know, those who are politically connected. You, are, you know, I, I'm fortunate because I know a lot of things. I know I've, I've, I've seen, I'm still even seeing a lot of things which are happening. Uh, tenders, you know, the issue of tenders. People who are connected, they get these tenders. Even now, there are tenders which are still going to come. But already people have been selected, you know? And you'll never say anything about these things. <laughs> Those standards, they've, they've already known which contractors will, they will be selecting. Mm. And there you speak out. You'll be taken out, mm. you know? Mm. I was even so shocked to see the president going to Mpumalanga to go and meet the chiefs. Mm. When I looked at the president entourage, the people who were there with the, the president, I saw one of the men who's a very, very brutal taxi owner mm. along that vicinity. You know? Mm. One of Pretoria's most feared taxi owners. Mm. You're not even there mention his name. People know him. Many mm. they know him. Those who have seen him, they know him. Mm. He was even mentioned on special assignment yeah. where a person was killed. Mm. You know? Mm. The same issue about the Boko Haram. There yes. is a family which in Mamluk which lost three male figures. Because there are they are they are business people who are refusing to give these people protection fees, you know, it is very painful. Uh, our country is being uh, it's been run by mafias. By me seeing that person with the president of South Africa, I was shocked. Yeah. And this man is involved in many, 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 many tenders. Yeah. Remember, some of the person I'm talking about each taxi when it it, it goes out of the taxi rank. There must be a money. It depends how much he wants. If there is fifty rand per taxi, how much does he make per day? Uh, hmm? So it's, 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 it's comrades. Uh, so so oh, 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 when you look at it, it gives you a sense that we are not winning the struggle against all of the challenges that we have on the ground, especially where crime is concerned, because it doesn't give you a sense then that the ruling party. Uh, would root out all of these criminal elements uh, when uh, when see all of these suspicious figures uh, with them in the same space. So, so, so you were disappointed by by that, man. 
I was disappointed because the person I'm talking about, even traffic officials, they don't stop these taxis. Immediately when you stop the this taxi as a traffic official, they tell you that go and look at the back of the taxi, what is written there. Uh. And it has his name. These taxis are got his name. Immediately when you see that name, you know that should I go on just inspect this this taxi, I'm gonna have a problem. Uh. You know? So and it shows and even what the Tabombek has said about certain municipalities paying with men, then it made clear. It made, I mean, it made sense to me. Even the yeah. issue of of of, yeah. of these guys who, who are busy at Escom there, mm. the hit squads. I mean, there was so also the it, issue of the construction mafia, whereby people were saying that uh, it's clear uh, who the face uh, faces of uh, these people are, uh, and how then it's systemic in terms of the projects that will not go underway. Uh, but it doesn't look like our government has strategies in place to uh, more or less deal with some of these issues that are coming out. They will, not, will never deal with people who are friends with you, Mr. Lord. Mm. The same issue of the guys, who, the, the people who were killed in Jukuli. Now, the information on the ground, the guy who is a policeman, mm. apparently he has been involved also in shady dealings. Yeah. He was a policeman by day, by night he was busy pushing his own thing. That's why people were killed that side. Mm. Hmm? So it is a problem. This country has been run by mafias. So, so what, 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 are, what are you making then, if I can come in there, Manja, of you know where we find ourselves? I mean, uh, one of the things that uh, have been uh, you, you know a hot topic was the issue of uh, crime. Uh, to say that whoever steps into that space of governance uh, post the twenty twenty four general elections has to ensure that maybe we have the right minister of police at the helm, uh, someone that is intentional about also more or less strengthening and capacitating the intelligence so that we see things moving in this particular regard. In that particular statement of the ANC, January 8th statement, uh, we saw President Ramaphosa more or less uh, talking about how uh, they are pushing for transformation as an organization and they are more or less uh, you know, counting the gains of the past in terms of how the ANC has moved South Africa uh, to where it is right now. He's saying that they're going to rely on the past uh, to help them win in the future, especially looking at uh, these particular uh, general elections. Do you see them standing a chance? Uh, do you see us uh, more or less uh, you know, having this thing of uh, crime as the thing of the past? Uh, do you see another government stepping into place uh, to root out all of these uh, uh, rampant criminal elements in terms of what you've picked up that is a cause for concern? How are you imagining these elections changing uh, or changing the status quo or where we find ourselves right now you know if 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 us as south africans we don't remove the ANC, i don't see us going any forward mr mm. you know mm. in fact we are decreasing you know yeah. we're going backwards like the things the way they are look at the rail infrastructure how it was easily destroyed mm. you know I, i've got this a vast uh, you know security experience in my in my in in, in, in me you know Mm. Immediately when you have to remove a company, you must get you must already uh, you must get another company to be on a standby. But look what Mbalula did. We just removed the, the the security companies, which were were actually safely guarding the the, the rail infrastructure, and then mm. it was best for all to to come and do whatever they want to do. Uh, as long as ANC is at the helm, <laughs> we are not going anywhere. 
MK we will never a solution? Go to issue of crime. Is MK, is MK uh, an alternative? I mean, we're seeing uh, Ace Mahashule now uh, teaming up uh, with, uh, you know, Jacob Zuma as part of MK as we go into the elections. Uh, we are seeing chiefs as well. Uh, and now we're hearing that uh, they the more or less uh, have endorsed uh, the MK party. Uh, could they come through as a solution? Who then becomes the alternative here as, as, we, as you are talking about uh, the removal of the ANC from the helm? Unfortunately, you know, I, I don't see a party which will, will rescue us, you know. Mm. Uh, when, when during my school days, you know, in Rampatel, uh, I used to read books like when they say that, you know, the beautiful ones are not yet born. So the people who will get us off this mess, I don't, uh, this mess, I don't think that the, the, the party, we've, we've got that part right now, you know. Mm. So we'll, for me, I'll just opt for maybe PA or HNSA, but it's, I don't trust them also, you know. Mm. But with the ANC, the way things are, Mr. we are in deep trouble. Because mm. my, my concern is these guys who are at the helm, they involve themselves with these guys who are ruthless and criminal. And we know them, even in our communities, you know. Mm. In a certain meeting, when you speak too much, like myself, they get guys who will come and just come and try to scare you, you know? Mm. That stop talking too much. It is a problem. So how are we going to go forward? You know? Mm. How many guns are there in our homes? Many people have got guns in our homes. Unlicensed guns. Mm. How many? How will you disarm these mm. people if you are friends with them who are mm. who are criminals? So, so, no? so, so the January 8th statement in this particular regard uh, didn't give you a sense uh, that, uh, you know, uh, this is a party that is uh, for transformation. You're not, you're not seeing it actually positioning uh, the ANC uh, for, for the future, uh, come, come the elections. I, yeah, no, no, whatever that the conference, whatever they said at the conference, yeah, I don't, I don't I don't see any change. There will, there will never be any change because you can't fail to change uh, people's life for more than eight years mm-hmm. and think that you can just change it now, just, just immediately, you know, just in mm-hmm. the blink of an eye. You'll never do that. Mm-hmm. These guys, they are not for South Africans, you know. They are not for us. They, they, don't, want, they don't want to empower. You know, our people have to realize this, Mr. Lawrence. Yeah. You know, once we equip the person, once you financially equip a person or a person can financially support themselves, are you aware that you'll never control that person? Mm. Because they've got a choice. If they don't want this, they don't want it. But a person who's dependent on you, mm. you can easily manipulate that person's mind. But a person who's financially free, you'll never, you'll never be able, able to. To, to control that person. Even now, you know, mm. I, I went to the rural areas. I know because I thought these things of politics, we are not going anywhere. We are not going to win now. Mm. So I, I just now starting to buy myself some pieces of land, you know, because stands uh, in the in the rural areas, areas they are much cheaper. Because I just mm. went there, asked, well, how much is one stand? They say no, uh, one point five. I said okay, if I've got fifteen thousand, I can just buy ten of them and then maybe start plowing something or maybe yeah. start the cattle breeding feed a lot.
Yeah, no, no, man. Uh, You know, that's a strategy. Uh, But let's wait and see what comes out of these elections, because uh, there's a lot riding on these particular elections. There are talks of coalition politics and the likes. Uh, But Mandla, we really appreciate you starting the day with us, man, and starting the year, of course, uh, with us here on the Power Zone. Uh, Take care. I have to say goodbye to you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Lagodia. God bless you. Eh? Yeah, same to you, my brother. Really appreciate it. Mandla calling us there uh, from Sushanguve. Etlohi is not convinced uh, that uh, the ANC managed to uh, tick the right boxes and say the right things. This being uh, the ANC president uh, in uh, the January 8th statement. We know very well that uh, this was a big weekend uh, for uh, the ANC. The whole of this week, uh, there were activities leading up to uh, Bombella Stadium. Uh, this is where uh, we saw the party filling up that 45,000 capacity stadium. <laughs> there were issues with in, in the early hours of the morning, or not early, but hours of the morning, but before the event could even start or so, when more or less EFF supporters, including the party president, mm. really was showing us a sense of how the stadium was empty, saying the ANC is not even able to fill a 45,000 seater, and saying that as the Red Berets, uh, they were able to uh, fill up FNB Stadium, uh, but we saw the, the party supporters really going there in their numbers uh, to listen to uh, their party president. Indeed, we did, and uh, good morning, and good morning to everyone as always. It's a pleasure uh, to be here as we discuss, you know, all things bright, beautiful, mm. ugly, and in between. <laughs> uh, and certainly, I think we should, we can expect that. And I just saw actually on social media that now that this has passed uh, on the 24th of February, it seems that uh, the ruling party will have their manifesto launch uh, at Moses Mabida uh-huh. uh, so you can anticipate that what 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 you're just spoken about uh, it will probably happen again we had already filled it up and all those other things but it's really all in the name of politics but yes we find ourselves on the back of the 112th anniversary celebration of the ruling party of the African National Congress Uh, and of course the January 8th statement which is you know a statement of intention reflection and review uh, about where the party has come from where the party is headed and certainly the strides that have been made uh, as now you know given and delivered by the president of the ruling party in this case President Cyril Ramaphosa, and with that comes this uh, ongoing uh, discussion around where to from here. Of course, the significance of this year's January 8th statement, of course, is the fact that it does come uh, following, or rather in the year in which we are meant to go to the polls Uh as a country and be able to make decisions around who it is that we seek to vote for to represent us, which party, uh, and whether this party will, you know, represent the best of our uh, beings as people. Now, with that being said, and certainly with what you've, you know, just raised now, a lot of people certainly do feel that, you know, the ruling party no longer has that level of relevance. Uh, Certainly, uh, which is 
in contradiction, of course, to what uh, has been the underlying theme from the general premise of, 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 of what was shared in various interviews leading up to the actual celebration. You know how the party is in renewal and the party is aiming to restore and the party is aiming to rebuild. And so, of course, for a lot of people, the question is, but we've heard this, this is the same script, it's the same run of show. What makes this different? And certainly it is one of those things where the ruling party would certainly need to now more than ever, if it believes in these things, they would now need to make sure that in whatever capacity that they can, that they need to actively now show uh, the strides and this is not just at a national level but collectively even at a provincial level they need to, sh- need to show the strides to the people that this is what they're aiming to do admittedly in an interview the deputy president uh, Paul Mashatile did make mention of the fact that the intentions of renewal rebuilding and and, and re-energizing and all those things uh, are, are something that yes they have said before but uh, he, he alluded to there being a certain need to you know practicalize it a little bit more but also alluded to the fact that in doing so that this is the you know there was a sense of this is it now we mean it when we say uh rebuilding and such and so it's 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 interesting to see what will come from it but really you find yourself with a ruling party that finds itself uh you know, uh, being challenged more so than uh, what would be normative, you know, certainly to the extent to which they're used to it. And I think from that alone, we come to realize that things are a little different now. The the, the playing field is a little bit different. But uh, what many and what many pundits are certainly uh, applauding, uh, both outside and inside the party, is that there seems to be a certain level of an air of confidence, a certain level of uh, surety that came with the president's address to be able to say that this is who we are, this is what we intend on doing, and this is how we will get it done. So many really took that and and and, and showed or say rather that it displayed and showed a man on a mission and so as many would often say i think you still underestimate the ruling party at your own detriment yeah and also when you look at it uh, uh, really the party going there to say that uh, they are a party in transformation uh, they are a party that will rely on their past mistakes uh, mm-hmm. to kind of inform where they are going uh, we're seeing uh, the president and even people on uh, the social saying that uh, this is the most upbeat that they've seen president Cyril Ramaphosa mm-hmm. in years mm-hmm. uh, when you look at uh, then what uh, lies or what is at stake here and also this coming through at a weekend when uh, we're seeing uh, then uh, the former party secretary general Ace Mahashule uh, teaming up with the former president of the organization uh, to more or less endorse and capacitate Umkonto Wesizwe mm. going into uh, the elections next year. It kind of gives you a sense of really a party that is in crisis here but we have Richmond and that is calling us from Heidelberg who also want to talk about uh, politics here. Uh, Richmond is a very important here uh, when you look at uh, the politics 
topics of the day. There's already a lot on the ground. Momentum, a lot of parties are positioning themselves. What do you make of where we find ourselves? Are you convinced that the ANC would really more or less rely on their past mistakes to help them shape or turn a future here that would still see them in, in government? Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm writing that. This thing is a well old machine. So, ANC doomed because but uh, as a more cool KZM and I say Nanala Houting. So with ANC will get over the mark by totally fifty plus and they won't. You're not you're not convinced. What 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 is the problem? Why won't they get it? Uh, do you think that uh, more or less at this point in time uh, they are not able to really say to you uh, that uh, they can learn from their mistakes and you believe them this time around? Or when you look at it, there are just a lot of other political parties that are new that would give them a run for their money uh, where the polls are concerned. When I'm not, I can tell you what even on the ground now. Mm-hmm. South Africa, social media, I want to mean I'm on the ground. I want to try. We are on the ground. Like real poverty. I want to say I the sentiment to go to normal. They are heartful. So they're So I can tell you, mean they will be. They will be one. I am a election appeller. Maybe they will get 48. I mean, mm. I need to get 48, 47. I'm not going to get Who then becomes an alternative here, uh, Richmond? I mean, this is what I always uh, ask our listeners when they call in and then they say the ANC is not the one or the way. Uh, then I ask as to who then becomes an alternative in this particular regard. Uh, is your uh, heart swinging closer and closer to the MK? Uh, or, or you have other political parties like the EFF and the likes, Raizam, Zansi, uh, that you reckon uh, have managed to shill over, that you reckon maybe Prodi they were able to convince you uh, uh, otherwise. Who becomes the alternative when the ANC gets 45% and the likes? Uh, ANC will still lead but through mm. government of coalition because mm. they will try to negotiate with the like-minded. Uh, I understand, but mm. I want to tell you, Julius, I want to agree to that. Mm. If maybe one of the smaller parties, Kwayoni MK, but MK, we have to get with they can only work with them only if Usrila resign. I understand. Mm. But uh, it will be very, very difficult after my election. More especially um, one South Africa for all, one Muslim man. Because I I used to like those guys from good DA. Mm. They showed us that they were glimpses of good leadership. More especially Bonganela in it if you know almost my money, man, yeah. you could see with us in Lagu leadership, we've got some black excellence. But 
when Uhem in Mashaba ever bees, which guys let us form another alternative because Obon would be good to it was the issue of ideology. Yeah. I fully so understand that more especially
abanye ababoyi mm. so wena isara nengi ngele nengi ngele guna guna laba banga ba, ba tulen, not even one seat Yes, yeah, no, it's going to be another one. Muna Richman, uh, thank you very much, brother, for, uh, you know, your analysis and giving us uh, your, the sense of how uh, you see things happening. You must go vote, Muna, and let, let's let's wait and see what happens. Richman uh, calling us there. Uh, but sorry, there's a lot riding on uh, these particular elections. And uh, really, uh, as we go into the elections, we see this tragedy striking the ANC, mm. where uh, five of their uh, supporters lose their lives or lost their lives. Uh, over the weekend as we see this uh, you know you know celebrations take shape uh, there in Mbombela at least five ANC supporters killed as the bus that they were traveling in uh, Tumpumalanga for the Gen 8 statement uh, overturned and, and this is what we often hear I think also during the EFF uh, celebrations here in Johannesburg uh, there were uh, people that lost their lives on their way back it's becoming a thing it really is, and I think it is a sad tragedy uh, mm. that indeed uh, 47 people were actually reported to have been injured and transferred to a hospital yeah. in Mopane. Uh, but uh, this is a fleet, or this is a group rather, that was coming from Limpopo, mm. and uh, they, 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 they got into an accident. And so we're told that the Limpopo MEC for transport... Um, Florence Radzelani was one of the first people to actually rush to the accident scene and be able to confirm prior to the actual commencement of the celebration uh, of uh, the 112th year anniversary of the ANC. We then, you know, on social media saw confirmation and news reports of the confirmation of the passing and of the accident uh, by the police minister. Uh, so we are told that one of the three buses ferrying ANC supporters rammed into the back of another bus, uh, causing it to lose control and overturn. Uh, the buses, as we do say, as we do know, were carrying ANC members from the Molemole sub-region within the Capricorn District Municipality. It is one of 800 buses and more than one of uh, 1,000 taxis that were expected to carry members to the Mbombela Stadium. Uh, the accident took place uh, in the Mahubaskluf area at around 3.30 in the morning. And really, according to all these reports and what we see, there is generally somehow uh, a... I don't, I don't want to call it a sense of reckless driving, but uh, it, it could happen to anyone at any uh, time. Uh, truth be told, uh, any moment that you get... Uh, you know, above ground is is, is a blessing mm-hmm. to never take And also, granted. when you when you look at it, Chloe, they're saying this accident happened at around three thirty a.m., meaning that in the early hours, uh, just a thirty minutes shy from us knocking off here yes. uh, from work. And when you go outside, it's dark, peach dark. Yes. So it kind of give you gives you a sense uh, that it was. I think so. Not that clear. Uh, meaning that I mean, when you're driving in the early hours of the morning like this, you more or less have to be extra cautious. Oh, definitely. Uh, when you're on the road, and they're talking about Mahubas Kloof. I mean, if you've been to Limpopo, uh, the Mahubas Kloof area, uh, it's a tricky area uh, to be driving. It's mountainous, mm. and uh, so it's, it's you go around. So it's just tricky even during the day. So exactly. I guess this is why then we see things like this but happen. But we're seeing that an investigation is underway, and here we're hearing that there were about 800 
Ireland buses, Chloe, mm-hmm. and about a thousand taxis that ferried a lot of these supporters outside of various provinces yes. into Mpumalanga for these particular celebrations. Indeed, and those are the ones that we know of, and those are the ones mm-hmm. that the party probably organized in the various, you know, uh, classifications from the regions to the sub-regions and whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't account for people that were coming of their own volition, people who were flying into Nelspray, people mm-hmm. who were into Bombella, people who were using private cars. But you're, you're, you're quite correct, and it really speaks to a... Because there's a, there's a, there's a certain festivity or a certain festive mm-hmm. mood that comes with these mm-hmm. uh, political gatherings, you know. And as a result, the there's there's a need you, you you gauge certain aspects because these are you know ordinary members uh, in from the various regions and so you know that some would use that and you know that's the best route or that's the quickest route at the time that they're told to use and such but like you say based on the fact that it was 3:30 in the morning yeah. Uh, gates were opening at 7 a.m. So you can uh, anticipate that the desire for them to be there uh, in that area at around that time was, of course, trying to make sure that, you know, we're in Bombella by 6 so that when gates open, we're able to get through and, and, and those other things. But it really speaks to the need to uh, constantly, and I think as there will be a continued increase of political activity and political events, I think there's a necessity to ensure that, uh, you know, the same awareness, the same energy from a road safety perspective Mm. is really shared amongst political parties in and around this time, uh, especially with the understanding that a lot of people will be using roads to be able to get uh, to these various political activities and so if we are not careful if we are not uh, aware of the consequences mm-hmm. of some actions really uh, the, the the ultimate price is truly a saddening one to pay and so i really think that as as as, as the gear shifts and goes into a higher gear as far as uh, political activity is concerned there is certainly a need to constantly and consistently uh, refer back to matters of road safety uh, usage and all that uh, failure to which uh, may really just find us in in, in, in a compromised Uh. and and, and, and saddening uh, state of affairs and then we really just pray Uh. for you know the the loved ones of those who lost their lives and 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 their colleagues and you know all acquaintances but really we also pray that they will find some peace that the families will be okay but as we we, we get closer and as we edge to you know this year of elections we we really need to be vigilant and we really need to be aware and i think this is one of those instances where political parties will need to ensure by all means necessary that they continue to raise that awareness uh, amongst their people, amongst their constituents to be able to say, you know, let's do this, but these are the tips, do this, do that, don't do this. Mm. And so I think that's something that they need to, need yeah. to, need to do. Yeah, let's let's just pray, man, before uh, this trips as well, uh, because you just never know what you or you encounter or what you come across, especially in the early hours of the morning. So it tells you uh, that uh, really things are not normal 
as you may expect them to be as you yeah. go into uh, this particular space. But a reminder to our listeners at home uh, that we're still with Musue. He's a social commentator. Uh, he's here with us until the bottom of one o'clock. Uh, we've really just spoken about politics. That has been what you guys at home have also been wanting to talk about. Uh, this being in the open line in the first hour of the show, uh, but then we're continuing with it until the bottom of uh, the hour. Still saying to you that the lines are open. Whatever's on your mind uh, this morning, you're welcome to really share it with us uh, here uh, with Letoro Nolo as we also uh, look forward to just getting a sense of some of those stories that are likely to be uh, big talkers as we go into the week. ANC definitely on a lot of people slips. Uh, it's going to be a big talker as a lot of people uh, would then go also into the Gen 8 statement and unpack it uh, issue by issue. Uh, yeah, there were colleagues earlier on and they were looking, they were like, yeah, we're looking at the economic aspect. I mean, I'm an economics reporter. So everything has like what? An economical or a political aspect yeah. to it. So uh, there are a lot of people that I'm sure are trying by all means to break it down. But I want us to move along, but still stay with politics. Mm. We're seeing here the IEC warning of a long ballot paper and delayed results when you look at, look at the 2024 general elections. They're not going to be, you know, more or less the same elections as we've seen uh, in the past. We know very well that there have been a lot of formations in the past uh, 30 years Mm -hmm. of South Africa's existence. When you more or less look at uh, the ballot paper of 1994, it would more or less look totally different uh, to the ballot paper uh, that we are to expect uh, when we go to the polls uh, this year. Uh, We have a lot of political parties. uh, And you you had uh, earlier on, Amanda even mentioning the AIC uh, yeah. saying that uh, we have the AIC it, it, they have same colors as the ANC and people would tend to get confused when they go to the uh, ballot uh, but uh, giving you a sense that uh, it's going to be a tricky one we have Sarah we have Shilova we have Ryze Mzansi we have Bosa mm-hmm. uh, we have uh, Action Essay we have Patriotic Alliance those are uh, some ATMs those are but some of the uh, new political formations that came into uh, being existence uh, you know of late mm-hmm. in the uh, recent times, the MK party is one of them. It really looks like uh, the IEC have their work uh, cut out for them, especially when now they're hinting of, of also those delayed uh, results in terms of uh, the announcements uh, because of uh, the counting. The voting process is not going to be an easy one. Oh, yes, no, without a doubt. And uh, it really is an interesting thing. And I'm, I'm certainly of the opinion that at at our core, whilst we have one of the most beautiful democracies, um, and you know, underpinned by a, a legal documentation that is really well written and one of the most beautiful and liberal in the world, uh, I think the one thing that we missed out on is this desire to want to have everyone participate because wow uh, but yes nevertheless uh, the IC does report that a total of 30 new uh, political parties were registered for it uh, between the 18th of September and the 31st of December uh, in 2023 uh, so now based on that according to the IEC there are 356 parties registered for the general election in addition to that there is still a chance uh, that more parties would register before the election date is proclaimed and of course we do know 
that that of course rests in the hands of the president uh, Cyril Ramaphosa who uh, the expectation is in due course uh, you know at least in this first quarter of the year would uh, make the proclamation as to when elections would be held um now some of the parties as you've rightfully mentioned that are included in this list are MK uh, Shiluba uh, SA Rainbow Alliance uh, uh, Action SA, uh, Build One SA, Rise Mzansi, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Uh, there was uh, Arteta, Areta, yeah, Carl <laughs> Niehaus, uh, AT, uh, yeah, 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 Ace Mahashule uh, as well. Um, there's the new party by former DA and Action SA member, uh, Abel Tau, the Transformation Alliance, uh, Gap Fixes of South Africa. Uh, which uh, was registered actually uh, by a businessman as Boom Pisani. You know, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Uh, but of course, we should not necessarily be too worried just yet. Well, well they're also independent uh, candidates. There's also independence, uh, which, 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 of yeah. course, is a very contentious oh. thing, especially when you consider the nature of our electoral system. Mm. But that's a story, I guess, for us for another day. But the beauty is that even though 356 parties are registered and uh, eligible with the IEC, uh, I don't anticipate it's not a situation whereby uh, you would find yourself with us having to make a choice from the 356 because uh, what usually occurs is that a number of parties would then find themselves one way or the other, either withdrawing or rescinding themselves, uh, you know, and their participation. So following the date of proclamation, of course, uh, there will then be a period of time where they will then, you know, close down the registration and not be able to have anyone really register a party for the possibility of contention mm. and from that uh, then we will find ourselves uh, with, with, with a ballot paper that would possibly make sense because it is a common practice in actually to find uh, you know this ongoing thing whereby parties pull out prior to the election and Rightfully so, uh, because when you think about all that there is, uh, you, you you come to realize that no, man, not everyone will be able to fit the mold. Not everyone will be able to uh, do what is necessary. And the pulling out thereof really does come from a space where you really need to weigh out your options. So just as a just as 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 a glance in terms of this and this is why we say we really need to look at this at at some point in time because whilst it's good to have these many parties registered it creates that sense of okay our democracy is working it creates that sense of belief that uh, there's a continuous uh, participation and and that's a good thing for democracy uh but similarly so it then dilutes the power and then it makes one start to believe is the intention and the desire actually the the ability uh to want to actually serve people or is it really just now a 
get rich quick scheme because literally regazo know and if we just get the necessary amount of signatures uh, we've got the power zone party pzp uh, and, 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 and 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 you know it it, 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 it can it can create an, a, a great deal of confusion so we, we we really need to regulate because also you create a party and you yes that's how we we, 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 we affirm and it's those processes that affirm that our democracy is working but just as a, at a quick glance right yeah. so in 2019 uh, South Africa has about in excess of 26 million uh, registered voters uh, but only a, 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 a percentage of that that took uh, place or that took part was about 66% uh, of voter turnout is what took uh, part in the election in 2019 mm. the ANC as the ruling party got 57.5% of the vote <laughs> uh, that's 10 million votes uh, give or take uh, the DA got 20.77% uh, that's 3.6 million the EFF one of the biggest winners got 1.8 million which is 10.8% the next three following parties thereafter were the IFP with 3.38% and that was at half a million votes the ff plus with 400 uh, thousand votes and then the and that that amounted to 2.38 percent and the acdp 0.84 percent with 146,000 votes the point here is this you have all these parties but i don't think they actually realize the hill that they have to climb uh, when it actually comes to what it is that they have to do and you know what it is that they have to be able to actually get to uh, to, 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 to make a difference yes uh, the beauty of it uh, you know is the fact that they can at least be able to say I tried to do it and I you know opened my party and and, and, and I tried to contest but I knew that I wouldn't make it uh, but it, it it, it it gives off a certain level of political expediency like all right let's let, like i say a get rich quick scheme but at the end of the day uh we're gonna have a lot of choices but it's only worthwhile when those in those organizations yeah. realize that the hill we're about to climb is very very big it's deep it's deep it's deep i mean if these established organizations give these kind of numbers yeah what is it that you are able to bring and and campaigning i, I guess it's it's a it's a lot of money right uh because uh, that's when yes. you will need to more or less speak to everybody you'll go down to the ground and you'd see people saying that uh if you want to hit the anc uh, where it matters you need to uh, more or less take into consideration the rural vote uh, meaning that uh, that is where you'll need to go when you uh, more or less push your strategy uh, so at least uh, the iec uh, is really positioning the themselves they're taking all of this into consideration meaning that logistic wise it means that they are going to more or less ensure that they are up to the task mm -hmm. do you get that sense they have to be mm -hmm. uh, really notwithstanding the challenges that may come from that uh, but it is something that they will have to be and i think as 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 the the, the, the article certainly alludes to is the anticipated uh, what can I say the anticipated struggle if you will that would come and them being able to say that voting or the counting really of, 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 of results may take longer than anticipated because of course uh, 
like you rightfully said you've got all these parties but now you've got independence and i think you know as time goes on they'll be able to explain how they all fit into one another uh but there's that sense of you know uh, for us to do this right uh, do know and understand that these are the things that will happen and in these things happening uh this will be the end result so uh it's 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 it's, it's i don't think it's you know one would think that oh no why are they you know they're they're they're, they're being their own prophets of doom or something along those lines but there really is just the need at this point for for them to just be honest to say that this is uncharted territory you know uh independents are allowed to run for example but we can't even be sure if they they may end up not even running at all there won't be any independent registered there could be a hundred independents registered who decide to go so it's really just opening around any eventuality similarly so um you could find yourself with any court challenge that could take place with regard to the elections a week before you know two days before so really they're an institution that is proving and certainly sharing their state of readiness but similarly so i think they have a grasp of reality of the understanding of the knowledge that it just won't be smooth sailing it won't be as easy as one two three used to be it's going to be a tricky one Mm -hmm. and and yeah uh, uh, these are said to be the most interesting elections uh, when you look at the history of uh, south africa Uh, so uh, let's wait and see lucas you're calling us uh, from centurion good morning welcome to the show Hey, good morning. How was your weekend, guys? Ah, it was chilled, man. Talk very it. chilled, very chilled. Mm. Yes, man. I'm asking myself, if you were listening to the president, the way, the pace and the tone that he was talking, mm. you know, he looks like someone who can, you know what, who is promising. But the mm. way he was articulating things, you know, <laughs> it was the first time I listened to the president talking like that in that tone, that his it didn't give you the family meetings tone, right? No, no, no. And you know, sometimes I don't know how these leaders think about us. I mean, you can't say four million people has benefited from the housing yeah. programs that is in place. But you ask yourself, are those four million households getting basic services on mm. the regular basis? It can be a once-off, right? And if you look and, at and the energy crisis, yeah. And another thing, if you listen to the way he's addressing this energy crisis, mm-hmm. if you were listening to the one of the provincial leaders out there of Mpumalanga mm-hmm. talking about the issue of coal, yeah, how the coal can still make an impact in terms of reducing the energy crisis. Mm-hmm. You ask yourself, are these leaders of the ANC <laughs> singing with the same tune, nationally and provincially? Mm, 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 mm. Because it seems as if they are so scattered, you know? Yeah. They are so scattered. Each and everyone just say whatever he wants, just to just to save uh, votes, you know? Mm. 
But but we, 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 see, we, seen the, we seen the president of the ANC here uh, saying what they will do as an organization is to rely on the past uh, to help them win uh, in, in the future. So meaning that uh, he's more or less still saying we're going back to basics. He's still saying we are pushing for a renewal. Uh, but this time around, it's renewal with the twist in him playing with words to say we are relying on our past uh, to help us uh, with our future. Uh, do, do you get a sense that this is a party that has a grasp of uh, that particular electorate that will then head to the polls and vote for the party? I mean, that stadium there in Bombella was packed to capacity. No, the question is, if you are a leader, you are still believing on rallies. You think that rallies can give you hope. Mm-hmm. Thinking that, you know what, the spe- these people are still believing in me. Then you tell yourself lies because at the end of the day, rallies are no more relevant to us as a nation. We are no more in a, a nation of rallies. I'm not yet convinced about the way in which leaders are, are taking us. They are taking us for, for granted. Mm-hmm. You can call 800 buses to come and support you. But if we go to the ballot box, are you guaranteeing that those 800 buses those people that were inside 800 buses are going to cast their vote and voting for you. Mm. That's a big lie. I mean, we are no more a nation of rallies. Uh, we are a nation that we might, leadership must deliver, you know? Mm. We need those ANC, if they believe on us, to implement their programs. Mm. Their programs are still outstanding out there. Yeah. You talk about 4 million households, but you forget that you promise one million to one of the communities there. Mm. He doesn't talk about that. Why didn't he talk about one million houses that he promised to the people of Alexander? Mm. Why don't he talk about the Maritana issue? Why don't he talk about the Palapala issue? Those are things that we are looking at at the ANC to give us at least some positives in terms of those issues. I mean, they can address basic issues. So many uh, many issues are still outstanding. If you look at the energy crisis, mm. how can the provincial leader say something different? Say no, we still believe in coal to change whatever mm. challenge we are facing in terms of energy. Mm. And you have the Minister of Energy. So we're not, we're not singing from the same hymn book. We're not singing from the same hymn book. It, it looks that's like. what is. That's my concern, Katle. Eh, and I'm asking as, as, as South Africans, responsible citizens of this country, what are we saying? What's our intake in terms of what is happening, what was happening there? The speech of the president. I like his tone, the way mm. he was. The, the tone was so high, you know? Yeah. If you were not knowing him, if you can be convinced, you say, no, you know what, this that, is a this good is the man, yeah. The new but dawn. unfortunately, <laughs> if you go down into the crown, there's nothing that can show he's a, he's a good lead. But the tone was so high. It was the first time I hear the president speaking at that tone.
Yeah, man. You know? it, it's the new dawn. It's the new dawn. <laughs> I guess maybe 2.0. <laughs> yeah, no. Thank you very much, Kat. Let me just listen to you on the radio. Yeah, no. Thank you very much, man, for the for the call. Hey, he's saying rallies don't work anymore. You need to do the work. You need to, I mean, you can come and be as posturous as someone yeah. that is more or less articulate mm. as possible. But the proof, then, he really it lies in the pudding here. Uh, 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 and 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 yeah, when you look at it, it's going to be a mammoth of a task here uh, for the ANC, especially when you look at a whole of, the, of this development, a, lot, a whole lot mm. of these developments uh, circling around the party. The president of the party was really meant to have a more or less of a resolute kind of an approach. The tone, the face, and everything else had to say to the uh, you know electorates that we're not scared of MK or we're not more or less shaking in our boots. Uh, uh, what, what, what do you make of what lies ahead in 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 this couple of months? As I let you go for South Africa, looking at the fact that we're going into the elections this year, we're still waiting for that man, the ANC president, the uh, president of the country, uh, President Sarah Ramaphosa, to give us a date mm. in terms of when uh, we're going to the elections. Uh, but it kind of gives you a sense that really it's a uh, the elections is going to be a hot topic for South Africa until at le- or for at least the first half of the year. Undoubtedly, so uh, we're in for a long ride, mm. a long, long ride. Yeah. Um, and we will be bombarded with a number of things. And I think, uh, you know, he has to. You, you, you're going into war. You're the captain of a team. And uh, uh, you want to be able to keep things as they are. So there is a certain level of uh, resolution that you must be able to show. You must be, uh, you know, uh, you must have a certain level of uh, chutzpah and bravado yep. that 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 would allow you to 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 share these things. Uh, but uh, all things considered, I still think that uh, there's 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 one thing that continues to be on the side despite the frustrations, despite all the other things. Mm. Um, there's there's one thing that continues to be on the side of the ruling party and that's one thing that they must be grateful for is just basic mathematics uh, uh, when 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 you look at where you are when you're double uh what your when your 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 your, your most immediate opponent the job to retain is 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 is, is, is quite a massive one for uh, them but similarly so the job to gain is 10 times more difficult for opposing parties, maybe with the exception of the EFF yeah. because their trajectory has just been really amazing. Uh, so the, the bravado is a necessity because you need to be able to instill a certain level of confidence. But uh, similarly so, there's, there's, there's things that will work in their favor. Uh, but uh, similarly so, uh, they, 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 they need to practicalize this transformation, this renewal, this, you know, uh, but for the most part, we can really expect very, very interesting times. Uh, there'll be moments that will leave us scratching our heads. There'll be moments that will leave us joyous. There's moments that will leave us 
somehow i don't know how else to describe it but simply just say somehow but it's 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 going to be a very very long laborious and very overwhelming space but it's a necessity and like you had asked earlier what's the alternative for those that might want to go it's really also on top of it's on the shoulders of citizens to actively be an active citizenry and engage go onto the websites look at the parties make an informed decision when the time comes for you to vote and that way once you do that then it will create that space of understanding that okay uh, my vote really matters and yes i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that and interesting times expect phone calls from the number you registered to please or the sms you know what i mean all of randomly you know but it's gonna be a roller coaster it can it's it, it, it can yeah. also get ugly you know because the sad reality is politics uh, at times mm. and this is the sad thing people play checkers i don't even want to say chess they play checkers or dodgeball eh? this is now mm. those in the political arena with what is our lived experience and reality and that in and of itself can be a very traumatic experience so we need to brace ourselves for that too mm. so yeah it, it's going to be an interesting 2024 Definitely. yeah i think every week we'll have something fresh and new to talk about uh, that speaks to uh, the elections but uh, you know time really flies Lohi. i oh, mean yes. we're already in the second hour of the show yeah. uh, the second part of the second hour of the show and i'm like yo yeah, it was just a, a moment ago when we said, yeah, we're talking politics, let's talk, let's start. And here we are. But what <laughs> it's always lovely, man, to start the day with you. So, yeah, let, let's, uh, you know, continue really putting our country first yeah. and trying by all means to look at the bright side of life uh, because uh, really a lot can go wrong. Uh, but, you know, we started this way, mm. uh, hoping for the best and we're hoping that uh, through you, you were able to really position the listener uh, to really get a sense of uh, what lies ahead as we start uh, the week. So it's not a, a small feat. We really appreciate you coming through. And let's do it again bright and early in the next installment of The Power Zone. This being next week, Monday. Thank you so very much. The honor and the blessing is always mine. And uh, where we can, we just love to lend our voices. And so let's keep the conversation going. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.